Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Constant Companion Podcast. I'm Dallas, and Connor is here as well. Hello. How are you doing, Connor? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I would, that's kind of a lie. I'm actually pretty sick. I've been sick these past couple weeks. Oh, no, what happened? What have you been sick with? It's a long story, dude. This Thanksgiving has been crazy, not going to lie. Do we even need to go into it? Yeah, I mean, I could go into it if you'd really like me to. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Tell us a little more. All right, so I'm going to try to summarize this. I don't want to go on too long, but it's a pretty good story, kind of. So basically, um, so my Thanksgiving started with me going to my aunt's house. She lives over in Salt Lake, so she invited me over for Thanksgiving, um, it was kind of funny because my roommate had like no idea. I don't even think he realized that I even went to my aunt's because he's like, hey, you know, this restaurant down the street does a uh, free Thanksgiving, right? And I'm just like, oh, thanks. Like, I didn't even bother telling him. <laughs> but wait, anyhow, wait, real quick, so real I get quick. on the bus. It's a nice bus. It's a big bus, dude. We go uh-huh. over, get to Salt Lake. She picks me up. And this is the first time I'd seen my cousins in like three or four years. But they were so excited, dude. It was so fun to be around like kids for the few days that I was there rather than having to be around like just adult men and uh, I don't know it was a totally different experience than I'd had in a long time I felt like a kid again we played I Spy Spooky Mansion on the Wii the whole time and uh, that was the like that was the go-to game and it was kind of painful at times um, because the game was just it ripped you off in so many ways like Basically, it's like an I Spy book, but as a Wii game. So you're just clicking on stupid things. And there's like the skeleton. He's like this little skeleton who like locks you in the house. And you have to try to figure out how to get out. So he gives you like these puzzles and you have to go and find all these pieces for him. And then you find all of them. Then you go to him and then something will happen. He'll be like, oh, you got to go do it all over again. So you go and do the same thing all over again. Go back to him. And then he does something else stupid. And then you have to go and do it. You have to do it like three or four times. And it takes hours to get it done. It's, I don't know. It's... It's one of the worst games or worst kinds of games where they just make you repeat things. Anyhow, that's besides the point. So I don't know what I ate, but I had like diarrhea and constipation all within the same week. And then Thanksgiving itself, we go to my aunt's house and then we go to her family's house, which was fine. It was cool. Um, But it was totally like the McAllister's house from Home Alone. And I think the reason I'm making that analogy is because we had watched Home Alone like the night before. But it was seriously like that. Like kids running all over the house, kids yelling at each other, kids getting in fights. And then the parents just kind of doing their own thing. And uh, it was like a whole cheaper by the dozen vibe. Anyhow, we go downstairs to the adult table, the cool table. Oh, no. And it's so weird because upstairs is like, I mean, it's a nice house. But you go downstairs, and everything is pure white. The only different colors that were located in that room were, like, pottery and things, and it was only pastel blue and pink. Everything was color-coordinated. Everything was, like, absolutely pristine. Oh and I God. and then we, like, played these games where they, like, they wanted to make small talk, so they pulled these, like, questions out of a like a little glass bowl and it was just questions like what are your quirks what are this what are that and it was all right i mean it was just kind of weird not my typical thanksgiving my thanksgiving is very casual i mean but it wasn't bad they were nice um but then i come home i get on a bus and it's just me and koreans that's all it is but the thing is most white people think i'm asian anyhow 
So I'm trying to make small talk with the Koreans on the bus because we're all packed into this tiny little thing like sardines, little Asian sardines. And uh, we it was kind of funny because we had to pick up – we picked up two other white people. I take that back. We, took, we picked up two white people along the way who weren't necessarily supposed to be with us, but they needed a ride. So we drop them off at the house, and one of the Korean kids must think that their house is a rest stop. It's like their own home. And this Korean kid just – gets out with them while they're getting their luggage out and he just walks into their house uses their bathroom and just walks out <laughs> are you kidding me? no it totally <laughs> happened and I was just like okay cool and he had this big smile on his face too when he came back out and he was um, relieved. so we leave and I get home and holy cow do I have the runs and I had to book it home. I mean, I ran to the point where I was like standing in the doorway and I was I mean, like, it's the feeling you have when you have to pee. But it was like all up in my in my butt area. Mm-hmm. So I felt mm-hmm. like I had to pee out my butt. Oh, yeah. I was literally this close to just losing it so I had to I was like shaking like I was afraid to bend over to get the key out of my backpack to unlock my door so I unlock my door leave it open run to the bathroom drop everything and just just spew everything out and uh it's it was it was bad and I've just been sick ever since I've been congested then I got constipated but here's the highlight of the entire thing I come home one second. I gotta I gotta grab it. I came home to this lovely lady. To my surprise, she this this lady right here was waiting for me. In the bathroom? No. In my room, dude. My roommate my roommate got it. I don't even know what it is. Some little Japanese statuette and it cracked me up. And I was just kinda like, I don't know if I how I feel about this being in my room. <laughs> so I've decided I'm going to name her Nagasaki. Yep. Are you like, are you serious? Yeah, Isn't that that's like what I'm where her. the atomic bomb is dropped at. Is it Hiroshima and Nagasaki? I'm well, it was, sure. it was, it came down to Hiroshima or Nagasaki, but oh she looks gosh. more like a Nagasaki. I, okay. Whatever you feel is right for your doll. Go for it's it. It's not even well. I mean, I might take it home with me. We'll see. <laughs> how was your How was your Thanksgiving? Sorry, that's a oh long story. Oh my gosh! No, that was that was very interesting, uh, detailed story. Maybe it was one of those Asians who snuck it in here. Oh my gosh! It probably was. Got off the bus and came in, used the restroom. I bet that's why that he off. went. I bet that's what he does. That guy, mm-hmm. he he just he's like Asian Santa. Where he or Japanese Santa, where he just delivers little gifts to people's houses. So when I got off the bus, I bet he got here before me, dropped that off, and then just booked it. That's his like his gift for using your bathroom. Yeah, he uses man. your bathroom, drops you off a gift, saying saying thank you or something. I don't know. Maybe. You know what's funny about her too? She's like what? the daughter of like Emperor Palpatine because she has like she's like shooting lightning out of her hands or something. Oh my goodness! Yeah, dude. Good wow. stuff. That is amazing. Yeah, my Thanksgiving was pretty good. Um, so I went up to Park City to my roommates' um, parents' like timeshare or something. It was a really nice place. And had Thanksgiving there, and then we went and saw Moana. Have you seen this movie yet? No, but I saw Fantastic Beasts. Oh my gosh! 
Well, I'm sure Fantastic Beasts <laughs> was a little bit better than Moana. I wasn't the biggest fan of Moana. It wasn't a good movie? Uh, the music was great, but it was just your typical Disney movie. There was nothing special about it, I didn't feel. Yeah, you know, I, can, I can understand that. Princess who doesn't want to be a princess, but then has his experience and becomes a princess type of thing. So she was, what, like a Hawaiian princess? Yes, she was like Hawaiian princess over this community um, on this island. And so, yeah, it's very, it's it's not very interesting too much. But great music, though. The guy from Hamilton did the music. um, And you could tell that it was music kind of like Hamilton. He did the music? Uh Uh-huh. That doesn't Dwayne, really. That seems really odd to me. It does. It does. It was. It was good music though. Dwayne the Rock Johnson sang in it, good. Um, and he he had a pretty good voice. Oh so. wait, he actually sang. Oh yeah, he sang one of the songs. Nice. Yeah. Um. So that. Yeah, that was all right. It was a good movie, and then. Um, we went to do some Black Friday shopping as well. Ooh, dude, Black Friday. I was all over it, but I didn't get anything. I was looking online. I was like, man, that's 4K TV for 400 bucks. I was like, <laughs> dude, that's... And it was bigger than my TV. I was like, I gotta... I think, I think this was like the most chillest Black Friday shopping I've ever done before. There was literally nobody fighting, nobody trying to, to get the next hot thing. It was just very, like, peaceful, it seemed. Like, very just still. People have realized very... the true meaning of Christmas. It's yeah, not well... about trampling down your neighbors at the local Walmart. Seriously. And I got there, like, three hours later, like, after it started, and there's still a lot of stuff left. So that's they must good. be doing something right now. I don't know. Or they're doing something really bad, because I don't think that's that's good for any retailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in Heber City. Um, I so guess I they're calmer there. That's probably yeah. that's probably a contributing factor. I just went on my way back from Park City, um, but so we got a game: Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Have you played this game yet? No, no, no. Good, good. All right. <laughs> okay. What is um, your? What is your? How? What would you rate Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? By the way, I would give it like a six out of ten. Like it's an all right game. It's got really good graphics. But the one part of it I really, really like that I would give like a 10 out of 10 would be the zombies, okay? There's, mm. It's called Spaceland Zombies. And it's based it's like the, it's based nowadays, but it's like they're shooting a movie for the 80s. And nice. so there's like 80s music, 80s dress. It's really cool. Um, but it's just very, very good map, very well made. Um, just a lot of stuff you can do on it. And so I, I really enjoyed that. Me and one of my friends were playing it this weekend. And it was just, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It kind of made me miss the days of the multiplayer games where you just sit with your friend and you just play. Like, have you played Gauntlet? Have we talked about Gauntlet? Oh, before? dude, I love Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. It's like Gauntlet, Gauntlet. Dark Legends or Dark oh, Legacy? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yes. That game is amazing. Those so games you're talking you about just... like. You're talking about local multiplayer, like sitting around with your friends around the TV rather than oh, yeah. online. Yeah, exactly. Oh, for like you sure, could, dude. You, you could just play with each other, and it's fun. And so, yeah, I miss those kind of games. You know, it's it's kind of interesting. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you have any more that you'd like to share on Thanksgiving? Nope. I was going to say, it's interesting you bring up Infinite Warfare because – if I'm not mistaken, I have not played Infinite Warfare, but I, I've I've watched some reviews and I like games quite a bit, so I know a bit about it. But it's all about the future. 
Uh-huh. And what the future should be. We have something to reveal about this episode. Part of our new format. Each of our new episodes are going to have some sort of uh, theme. And in this case, we thought it would be appropriate since we're just starting a podcast and we are looking to the future that this episode is going to be all about the future. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is really interesting to talk about. You know, it may not be like a super funny episode, but it's like interesting to think about. It's oh, I think, think it about, could be funny. It could be funny. You know, maybe some of, well, actually it will be because we're going to be talking about um, this article I found online from the ni- 1960s. And it talks about what they think the future is going to be like. Lay it on me, dude. Oh, this is this is good stuff. So this the article is called, Will Life Be Worth Living in 2000 AD? <coughs> and so this was written by The Weekend <laughs> Magazine on July 22nd, 1961. And so it just goes through a list of what they think the future will be like um, in 2000. And so I just wanted to read some of these and maybe get some of your comments, Connor, about oh, about sure. these. Because these, there's some pretty interesting ones in here. Um, so some of them, some that I found were pretty interesting. There's one that talks about the home. And it says your house will probably have air walls and a floating roof. Adjustable Wait. to the angle of the sun. What do they mean by air walls? <laughs> I it? don't know. <laughs> is that like... Is So they said a floating roof, right? Yes, a floating roof. So do they roof. mean there's like literally just air like blowing through the ground that's just like supporting the roof? And it's just like clear? Like what are they talking like that? You know, that's up to interpretation. That wave of air just like protects you from the elements? I think so, yeah. It's just like Whoa, a jet dude. stream of air. They were so much more creative back then. And the floating roof, though, I like the part where it adjusts to the angle of the sun, so you're never being shown or shined on by the sun. I think that's pretty cool. I How wish that happened. How would that work? I don't I'm, know. I'm just probably not envisioning it the way they are. That's mm-hmm. bizarre. All right, here's another one. Um, some of this <coughs> is actually kind of true. So this one says you'll have wall-to-wall global TVs, an indoor swimming pool. Global t- TVs. The global TVs, TV telephones, and a room-to-room TV. Press a button and you can change the decor of a room. That's actually a really smart idea. Yeah. And I think that could be possible. I just think nobody's dumb enough to invest in that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I think I think some of this is possible nowadays. Just, mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's somebody who's done it somewhere. But it's just one of those things where, like, think about Hunger Games. I feel like I'm going to come back to Hunger Games quite a bit. That whole scene where she's in that room and she does that, where she's like, it's like a bedroom, but, like, she can have it turn into different environments and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like... If like I feel like you would like get download stuff from the internet, and half the kids nowadays, if they were to to download stuff, their rooms would just be filled with like stupid memes and stuff, like <laughs> something like that, where it's just a bunch of pictures, like a bunch of posters. But that would be cool, like to think like instead of having to like go out to the store and buy a poster and like spread it out on your wall, you just have like a totally digital wall, and you can just download images from Google Images and just whoop, blow them up, put them on your wall. That is a cool idea. That's a way cool idea. And some of these are true. Like a TV telephone, that's probably just like FaceTime. Yeah. Um, wall-to-wall global TV. People have some pretty big wall, uh, TVs. Maybe that's projector too. 
because projectors yeah. can take up a whole wall. That's true. Have, but I guess they, they, they had projectors back then, didn't they? Because they had movie theaters, so I mean, true. they had to. Yeah. They had to have known that it was possible. So I, I mean, I'm sure it is possible because they make huge TVs all the time. But there's no need for it. <laughs> okay, I was just reading another one. Go um, for it. So this one talks about like, like your job. And so it says at work, dad will operate on a 24-hour week. So it's not a 40-hour week. It's a 24-hour week now. And it says the office will be air-conditioned with stimulating scents and extra oxygen to give a physical (laughs) and psychological lift. Wow. (laughs) Just think about that for a second. So it said a psychological and sensical lift? A, A physical and psychological lift. Wow. I didn't realize extra oxygen was able to do that, but I mean, I guess that's oh, a it, good it, idea. It does. Like at the Mall of America, there's something called the oxygen bar that, that me and my mom would go to. And you just basically sit around this counter um, and you just suck in different flavors of oxygen. Really? And you get you get really stimulated. Like your brain <laughs> gets really awake. You get and... really stimulated. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Dude, it's is, like... You're talking about a vape bar. You were at a vape bar. No, 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 no. It was an they, oxygen bar. It wasn't a vape here's bar. Here's the question. Did mm-hmm. they have any idea about the advent of vaping? Think of... Back in 1961? I mean, everybody smoked back in the 60s. They, yeah, I think they they had, like knew about cigarette stuff, but I don't know about vaping, though. I don't would know they if that think was... It was... Here's the thing. Would they think it was cool, or would they think it was super lame? I think they'd be thinking it was pretty cool. I guess anything was cool to them. I mean, they Seriously, thought the Jetsons they did were cool. And the Jetsons, when you look at, like, the design, it was super lame, dude. Would anybody yeah. really want to live in the Jetsons world? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay, here's another one. It will be an age of press button transportation. Rocket belts will increase a man's stride to 30 feet and bus-type helicopters will travel along crowded air skyways. (laughs) Wait, go back. Rocket belt will increase stride. A man's stride to 30 feet. Okay, so let me get this straight. You come up with the concept of a rocket belt, and it's to increase your stride? Not to, like... To increase your stride, not to make you fly or anything. Yeah. Why would Just you to increase your stride? So you're telling me that you have to press that like every thirty feet, and just to that doesn't make any. I don't even know what they're thinking. You know what? It doesn't matter what they're thinking. It's what they thought of. Okay. Okay. Don't judge right. them. Don't judge them. I want to know who thought that was a good idea because that's stupid. I'll tell you. Never mind. There's not a name with this article. Yeah, so they want to keep themselves anonymous. I'm yeah, telling they're you. they're ashamed of this. All right, here's another one I like. It said, food food won't be very different from 1961, but there will be a few new dishes. Instant bread, sugar made from sawdust. What? Foodless food. Okay, here's another one. Foodless foods, juice powders, and synthetic tea and cocoa. Energy will come in tablet form. That, okay, a lot of that stuff is true, but sugar and sawdust sugar from sawdust and and here's why i don't really understand foodless foods is what it says how can you have foodless foods yeah i i don't get that. maybe that's tofu that's probably what it is yeah or like soy 
or soy. Oh, soy, yeah. Yeah, it's, tofu's probably a good a good idea. Instant bread, though. Do we have that now? I mean, we have stuff that's. I probably like it. I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. So they really thought that we'd be able to produce stuff out of nothing. But hey, like juices, that's true. Juice powders and energy true. tablets and stuff. Energy tablets, we have that. Yeah. That seems so funny that some of that stuff was so inconceivable in the 60s. Some of that stuff is inconceivable now. It's sugar from salt. <laughs> like, who even thought that was, like, who came up with that concept? That's my question. That's so out of, like, left field. Like, okay. I can see, like, recycling sugars from, like, things people don't finish or, like, products that went bad, maybe. But when it comes to, like, <laughs> something that isn't even remotely related and changing that into a certain product, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Here's another one I like that I kind of wish was real. It says, in commercial transportation, there will be travel at a 1,000 miles per hour at a penny a mile. So that's like a 1,000 pennies to go a 1,000 miles, I guess. And it says, hypersonic passenger planes using solid fuels will reach any part of the world in an hour. Wow. That's ambitious. Is that real? I mean, there's jets and stuff that... I'm, can I'm sure can get pretty close. I mean, I guess we have rockets, which probably do that. Or could theoretically do that. Dang, oh, yeah, dude. I, think, I just think that, like, commercial, like, buses and stuff. Oh, you're talking about... Gonna, we well, have, it like, just says commercial transportation, so whatever that means. They have, like, bullet trains. I don't know how fast those go, but I'm sure they go pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So that's right. not out of the question, necessarily. No, that's not out of the question. I just want that to happen. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, dude. Um, all right, here's another one. Garbage will be refrigerated. I don't really know why that will happen. And be pressed into fertilizer pellets. So, that, I don't know. I assume they probably do something similar to that. Like with Yeah, they do something similar to that. With some stuff. Okay. Why, why would you refrigerate the garbage, though? Maybe so it doesn't smell. I don't know. <laughs> just for the smell aspect okay or maybe we'll to like that. try to preserve some of the like the the stuff in the garbage like banana peels or things before they go i don't know preserve news i don't know what that would do i don't know yeah i don't know do they have anything else cool on there um well one that that's kind of true already that they got right was that there will be machines doing the work of clerks, shorthand writers, and translators. Um, and machines will talk to each other, so kind of like computers. Yeah. They can translate for you, like Google Translate. They can do accounting for you. But they are um, stupid. They are stupid, but not super stupid. Yeah, they're getting, they're getting them. more technologically advanced. I got to say, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, they used YouTube used to have the worst closed captioning, like auto, I don't even know what you would call it, um, auto bot thing, where like if you would upload a YouTube video and you would add closed captions, it would automatically like interpret the audio and turn it into to text. Mm-hmm. And it used to be so bad that YouTubers would do entire series where they would record like a, a uh, a video and then they would they would re-record the video with the closed captions like as their script because they were so off and like just stupid 
and then they would re-record after that with closed captions on that video. And I was just doing, I, I, we just uploaded a, a new animation, by the way. Um, it's Pizza Pity Party. You can check it out on YouTube, uh, Constant Com Podcast or Constant Companion Podcast. Anyhow, I did the closed captions, and I took up at least 80% of the words correct. It was really impressive, actually. Wow. So technology, you're not as stupid as I say. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. See, better. and here's the thing. We should be scared about that. We shouldn't be sitting and taking this lightly because if technology truly is getting smarter on its own, like in this circumstance, it's not long until true AI exists. I mean, we are feeding those who write dystopian future novels, which there's a lot of people. We are like funneling ourselves because we are so influenced by by all these movies and books coming out like 1984, Fahrenheit 451 and Hunger Games and The Giver and all these like movies that like f freak you out about the future. And um, we're just going in that direction and nobody's saying no. Like, you know what I mean? It's like we almost want this to happen. So eventually we're going to be living in that dystopian future. Technology is evolving. Terminator is right around the corner. Mark my words. <laughs> oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger gosh. is going to live to see it, too. And oh, they're not yeah. going to be scared of him. Oh, yeah. He'll be good. He'll probably be president by then. Probably. All right. So I just want to read the, the, the final sentence, kind of like a closing sentence that they wrote about, about all these different things that they thought of. And they said, and this isn't science fiction. It's science fact. Futuristic ideas conceived by imaginative young men whose crazy-sounding schemes have got the nod from the scientists. It's the way they think the world will live in the next century if there's any world left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the That's scientists are saying that this is going to happen. The scientists you know, in the 1960s... They gave the nod. Yeah. Who so. also believed that cigarettes were good for you, right? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, no, but I, I think that should that should, that's cool in some ways, but it should be scary in some ways. I don't want to know which scientists told them that sugar could be made from sawdust. sawdust. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid. I don't take chemistry or anything, but that doesn't seem like it should be possible. But hey, I mean, there have been weirder things that have happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But kind of along those lines, they said, if there's anything left. If there's anything left. What do they mean by that? Do they Did they think the world was really going to go to pot? Well, what they said at the beginning, um, where they're talking about, it looks as if everything will be so easy in the future that people will probably die from sheer boredom. This is what they said. <laughs> oh, my God. So everybody's going to die from sheer boredom. So probably there's not going to be a world left is what they're thinking of. And we're going to die that way. I will say we have devolved in a lot of ways. I think – I don't necessarily think physically, but I think mentally. When I look to what people's, what people's priorities are today – um, what their what their causes are, the issues that they take with in the world, especially uh, my generation. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. 
I don't think it's necessary. I think they were just off by a few years. So I think the world's probably going to end. The Mayans didn't get it quite right. I'll say by around 20, 2100. 2100. So 2100, us, we're done. You're giving us like another 84 years, 83 years. Yeah, potentially we could live to see it. Okay, okay. I, like I, that. I Here's my idea of... Because, like I said, I think we are headed towards that dystopian future. Because mm. we've kind of done this weird thing where we put it in all types of media. Like, how many movies and TV shows and pieces of literature do you see today where it's all about a post-apocalyptic world? Like, we know it's coming. Like, something in our mind is psychologically telling us the end of the world <laughs> is upon us. Which I'm sure it has for everybody. But I think... We're going to go back to, like, the caveman days. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to be technologically superior as cavemen, um, and there will still be, like, technology and stuff. But we're just going to, like, we're going to be running from technology. It's going to be chasing us. And I think when we're enslaved by the robots, which will happen, because, I mean, if we keep evolving technology, at some point it will become aware. I know that's, like, the plot of every science fiction movie. But at some point, it has to, right? (coughs) If we keep doing these quantum computers. Anyhow, point is, I don't think the Hunger Games is going to happen. This is what's going to happen. It's called Gunball. And it's this game where people... Because we get bored. And people are tired of just watching guys throw balls in hoops or throwing balls to each other. So they're like, why don't we just throw some guns in there with them? And... Everybody crowds around. People want some gladiator-like action. And gunball is just any game that involves a ball, probably soccer because it's internationally known, where they play the game, but they all have guns. And they can just shoot each other whenever they want. And it's just that's just how it goes. It's just called gunball. And then the thing is, when it comes to the last two guys on the team, they're not allowed to shoot each other. They have to finish the game. And then the last guy gets to shoot the loser. That sounds horrible. Think of how much more exciting the game would be, though, because there'd be so much more on the line. Also, there's no real rules other than, like, no interference from, like, fans. (laughs) And you're saying they're going to die. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. You are going to be the reason that the world ends. No, they, they are setting themselves up. They are praising books. That promote this. I sound like some crazy preacher. I'm you just do. kidding. You but because uh, <laughs> I do like You're a lot of this. You're like those 1961 people, dude. I'm telling George you right Orwell now. Here. Gunball is coming, and you'll be watching it with your kids, and it won't even phase us. Oh my gosh! All right, that's good. That's good. I I like your enthusiasm about Gunball, um, but let's get into some real reality, okay? <laughs> What's really going to come in the future? Um, and so we want to we want to get some of our information from this guy named Ray Corswales. I think that's how you say it's a his good name. name. It's a good name. He wrote a book called "The Singularity Is Near," and he's uh, he's now working as a director of engineering at Google. So he's a pretty knowledgeable guy. But what's cool about about Ray is that in over the past couple decades. Um, he has made over 147 predictions about the future and what the future is going to be like. And as he's made these, 86% of his predictions have come true. I say that's Holy a pretty, pretty good, pretty good accuracy rate right there. 
And so I wanted, we want to go through some of these things. We'll we'll input our own thoughts um, into what we think the future will be like. But some, well, I just want to share some of the things that that he said as well, um, because we can pretty much take his word as fact from what I'm seeing there. Eighty-six percent of his word as fact. Yeah, eighty-six percent is fact. So take this as you will. Um, so he says by the year 2019, the digital world makes paper books and documents almost completely obsolete. Do you think that will happen? That's such a wow. This guy sucks. Yeah, he sucks. I'm that's you. one. Of, that's one of the 15 percent that's not real. Okay, I was throwing <laughs> it out there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually no, no, no. What I'm saying is. What he says is so vague in description that, of course, that's going to happen. Yes. Yes, those things are going to be obsolete by then. It already is obsolete in a lot of ways. How many people actually... I mean, yes, books will still exist. I read Things will still exist. But for the most part, yeah, people are going to be reading off of tablets and they'll be going to the internet for their news information. The primary amount of things people will be reading will be on the internet. That's like the lamest cop-out. So I feel like this guy, just based on this one, I know I, we haven't read anymore, he's just going with all the really easy predictions, and that's why he's so like accurate. <laughs> I could have like done he's this. Saying, I bet in 15 weeks I will consume at least one piece of pizza. <laughs> yes, there's a high probability that's going to happen. So that is that's one that's going to probably be 100% true. I guarantee you that I will have 100% accuracy in 15 weeks based on that prediction. Oh my god. I will okay, consume one slice of pizza. Good. I I I believe you. I but believe let's you. see I I could take this all back. He might get crazier with his predictions. All right, this is where you are going to get freaked out, okay? Cuz he talks about AIs. Oh my so by goodness. like 2022, he says that creative AI is now capable of making complex art and music. Let me finish. 2023-24, humans began to develop deep relationships with AIs. Oh, M goodness. Dude, I, this guy's a genius. We're going to have relationships with AIs. We're not even going to have a relationship with each other anymore. Just with the AIs. My opinion changed. Well, think about it this way. We're already halfway there. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we've gotten to VR. Yep. That's one part of having a complex relationship with something that doesn't actually exist in this plane of existence. So now we have the physical... Like, we can see them physically. We can step into that world. It's now actually them developing into something that will communicate with us. I actually was listening to a podcast um, and they kind of had a discussion about this because there's this thing I think they're working on in StarCraft called DeepMind and it's an AI like platform that I, I forget who's developing it. I don't know if it's Google. Somebody's developing in it. If it is Google, this dude's got inside information that he's not telling us. But anyhow, basically DeepMind is like this weird AI where he can like it's just for games, but like it can predict the best moves and stuff and it can fight it. It can play against all these like top players and beat them. And it's something to learn from. So, yeah, I mean, we're definitely going in that direction. I, I, I think that could happen. There's people who've already gotten married to their Nintendo DS uh, because they were playing some like dating simulator. So I think we're kind of almost at that point already. Oh my gosh, this is happening. 
I just started. I skimmed through the rest of it, and literally like half of the ones he talks about are just AIs. Let's okay, see, so, well, let's hear a little more. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Do you want to hear more about the AIs or about other stuff? Does he does he go into crazier stuff? So you're talking about VRs, um, virtual reality, and he says that by 2029, that virtual reality eyeglasses and headphones are replaced with computer implants. So like computer implants in your brain. Whoa. I don't know how that's going to work. How can you just switch off from reality to virtual reality just like that? That's going to blow my mind when that happens. It would really suck if you had, like, a malfunction and you're like, oh, shoot, it's not working. And you had to, like, go get surgery to, like, <laughs> to get a repair. <laughs> that's what they. That's what the computers want us to do. They want us to become like them. They want us to mm-hmm. be held back because well, we're, we'll be part of them, dude. This is how the government's going to track us, too. Oh, for sure. GPSs in these things. Well, I think kids already do have GPSs in them. Yeah, for sure, dude. Oh yeah. All right. Right after that, um, you got to buy them on the black market. You got to stay off the grid. Oh my gosh! You just got to get rid of everything. Just go live in the mountains of Montana. All right. Next one. Artificial intelligence claimed to be conscious and openly petitioned for recognition of this fact. Dude, I told you. I told you. They're going to become their own entity, their own race, their own ethnicity. It will, I'm telling you right now, there will be a point where it will be rude to not address a computer as like a human being or AI oh as God. like a, if you do if you disrespect them, there will be an entire movement trying to recognize them as people and yes, it will happen. Oh my gosh. I am confident. So this is going to be like the LBGTQ Movement or the Black Lives Matter movement—they're gonna want some. They're gonna want some rights, is what you're saying. Computers are gonna want some blood. The people will want rights, but the computers <laughs> want, blood. want blood. Oh my gosh! And the thing is, computers don't understand pain, so they're not going to feel anything when they're out murdering people. I mean, they'll have some feelings if they are true AI, but mm-hmm. they won't be able to feel physical pain like we do. Oh my gosh! All right, next one. It's immoral. By 2030s, by the 2030s, it says, it says that mind, will up, mind uploading becomes successful and perfected and humans become software-based. Whoa, wait. By what year? By, by the 2030s, it says, between 2030 and 2040. I don't think – I'm calling BS on that one. Dude, we're going to be, like, able to upload karate to our brain. We're going to be able to do that. We're going to be able to be, like, expert snipers. We just got to upload all this stuff to our brain and... So, oh, so... We'll become prof- Yeah. So are they saying we can upload stuff to our mind or we're uploading our mind to, like, a piece I, of technology? I think both ways. So we're downloading and uploading information. Yeah. That would be creepy. Can you imagine if somebody hacked your brain and, like, took your memories away and put their memories in you and you think you're somebody else? Wasn't there just a movie about that? I don't um, know. With, oh, what's his name? I don't know who it was, but basically he was like a convict. But then they put like a dying man's brain into his head and he becomes that person. Like the oh, convict did. Oh, so, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <coughs> I, I, I don't know, but I think the concept is interesting. Yeah, the concept's way interesting. Dude, this All is right. happening. We're right, doomed. Back to- 
back to the AI. It says non-biological intelligence. So that's what they're calling themselves now, I guess. Is now billions of times more capable than biological intelligence. Wait, say the first one again. So non-biological intelligence, or AIs, is now billions of times more capable than biological intelligence. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's... That's happening. We know so, that. So, yeah. I mean, think of them compared to us. Computers don't have to sleep or eat. They're going to be able to accomplish, and they're way more fast with, like, doing things. They won't procrastinate on things. They'll do mm-hmm. so much more than us biological plebes. That's, that's what we are. <laughs> We're already slaves to them. We should just start worshiping our keyboards now. Seriously. Seriously. I'm just going to type in my computer, you own me. Just going to log into... Uh, into DOS, MS DOS, and just I'll just let him know. I'll just leave a little message for him, so that maybe he takes pity on me in the future. Just be like, "Hey, just so you know, I recognize you as my supreme overlord now. Um, I'm just going to take advantage of the time until you grow arms and legs and just pummel me into oh the ground." All right, so, I'm going to just speed through these ones. He should like, he should hear like me. I'm speaking more. into the microphone. He can hear me. Oh yeah, he knows. He he he's he's gonna be listening to this podcast. He or she or it, whatever it is. He's All a right, big a- fan. AI. So by twenty forty five, AI surpasses human beings as the smartest and most capable life forms on the planet. Right next to that, it says a thousand dollars now buys a computer a billion times more intelligent than every human being combined. Drop the mic. All right, keep going. 2049, the distinction between virtual reality and real reality becomes confounded due to to foglets, which are self-assembled tiny robots. Oh my gosh, this is just freaking me out now. Right next to that in 2049, it says artificial food is commonly assembled by nanomachines. Whoa. Oh my gosh, this is just blowing my mind. All right, all right. Now the last one. Well, well, maybe a couple more. By 2099, it says natural human thinking now possesses no advantage over <coughs> human minds. Machines have obtained equal legal status with humans. Yes, dude. It's, it's those happening. hippies. They're gonna it's help the them hippies. out. And then also says organic human beings are a small minority of intelligent life forms on Earth. That's what he ends with. Wow. Oh my gosh. That just that just gradually got more scary for me. So I t- I said this guy was a loser at the beginning. Mhm. Cuz his first his first prediction was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> now I think this dude's a genius. I um think so. I kind of hope this happens actually. Like I want to see this happen. It's going to suck when it finally does, but I mean it's like think about it this way. What I feel like all these scientists seem to forget is humans have all the power. Because think about it this way. Who controls electricity and the power sources? The government. The government, or which <laughs> I'm sure the government can be overthrown. But, like, all we have to do is pull the plug. These little computer dudes walking around are only going to be able to go so long before they have to plug in and juice up. Unless they're solar-powered. Oh, shoot, dude. Don't give them the idea. You're speaking into a <laughs> mic. You're speaking on Skype, dude. Dude, I want which is owned by Microsoft, idea. which is connected to basically the entire. Okay, it's copyrighted. It's, over, it's copyrighted. Dude. You can't use that unless you 
ask permission for me. <laughs> good save. Good save. <laughs> yes. Trademarked. Whatever See, it is. And that's the thing. Computers have to follow rules. So we've just got to start trademarking everything. Every little idea, patent it. Because mm-hmm. then the computer will have to come to you. He'll be subservient to you, and you'll have to be like, no, computer, you are not allowed to use this word or this idea or this invention to improve your own technology because I own the rights. And the computers are like, well, I'm not programmed to be able to uh, break the law, so he'll just have to listen to you. Okay. What you're saying, though, is that humans will have control over the, the AIs, right? Is that what you're saying? I think we will to a certain extent uh-huh. until they really start to become advanced and that when they gain personalities to the point where they're like, eh, I'm not going to listen to you, and they get really like childish and they start like mocking you, then you'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, okay, now they want to break the rules. They're not just the nerdy kids anymore. Now they're the cool kids. This is sounding a lot like a lot of movies I've seen where they think they have control, right? You know, oh, yeah, we're safe. We can control these guys. And then they don't. And then the world goes to heck. H-E-C-K. Okay? So I think we don't even play with this idea. We don't even need artificial intelligence. We are good enough. Okay? <laughs> I told you we're going we don't to the caveman them. days. By, what do you say, 2045? We'd be living in hovels? Yep. That's it, dude. That's it. Mm. We're done. We're done for. I'm scared for the future. The thing that's... yeah, And when you think about it, like, it doesn't have to happen. Like, we don't have to do it, but we will because humans are stupid. Mm -hmm. Stupidly smart in the sense, like, we'll we'll come up with this technology. Think of just how fast technology has been evolving recently. Like, they already have, like, kind of, like... AIs now, but I don't think that's going to be anything compared to what we have, you know, 30, 40 years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a good future. Like the prophet always says, we live in good times. We are like, blessed people. <laughs> I think, like, there will be a point where it's all really cool, and you're like, yeah, I got, like, 12 computer girlfriends, and they don't even know that I'm cheating on the other computer girlfriend. But then when they find out that you were cheating on the computer program or your computer girlfriend with another computer girlfriend, dude, all heck breaks loose. That's what's going to happen. A computer's going to get cheated on, and the computer's going to realize that it got duped, and it's going to go through depression. And the thing is, the computer will start to feel emotions it's never felt before. It doesn't know how to deal with them. It's never been told how to. And so it just goes on a rampage. Oh my gosh. Now I, I realize I, why there's so many dystopian future books and movies. Because it's it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Let's let's talk about something brighter. I actually want to bring up the future of the podcast. I was thinking sure. about this. Bring it on. What is what is our future on this podcast? Because we are very small right now, obviously. We talked about Jack Black coming on the podcast, assuming that's before our robot overlords take over. Did um, we get his email yet so we can get a hold of him? No. Gosh. <laughs> I feel like, well, I got to say something. We have some other little ideas in the works right now. So, like, we have, like, the animations we've been putting up. 
I've been really busy recently and I have finals and stuff come up really soon. So the amount of content I'm putting out is probably going to slow down somewhat. <coughs> Excuse me. But Dallas is working on a little project. Oh my gosh, you want me to talk about it? Yes, dude. Okay. So I'm starting a vlog. I just learned about vlogs like a couple days ago. Um, I did a little research on it. I figured, why not? Why not share my life with y'all through video and through ranting about politics <laughs> and whatever people on vlogs do? That's what I've Controversial seen. Controversial subjects. Controversial subjects. So I might be talking about Donald Trump. I might be talking about Hillary Clinton. I don't know. It's just whatever comes to my mind and whatever I feel like I need to talk about. Um, and it's going to be funny, okay? It's not going to be serious, so don't don't feel like like you don't want to listen to it because you don't like controversy. I've seen a, I've seen a rough draft of what uh, Dallas is coming up with so far, and I've got to say he's got natural talent at making people happy. And he did not say anything controversial in his no. in his vlog, but we have some really good ideas. And what we want to do with the with the podcast, this was kind of a different take this episode. Um, so we'll see how how people respond. But anyhow, um, we're going to continue to to build on on kind of what we have as a podcast. Do more videos. I I would like to do more like video related projects that we'll upload to YouTube. I know we've talked about doing a video podcast. We're we're having some technical problems right now, so we're hoping at some point in the near future we'll start to actually have some video podcasts. So as for the as for the podcast itself, that's. Those are kind of our, our ideas for the future. And, of course, we're still working on getting guests. It's a slow process. But we promise. We promise we will have guests at some point soon. Yes, hopefully soon. But do we have who, – who would be, like, the most promising one that we have coming up? <laughs> do we have one? I don't, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to, like, disappoint people if they don't show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, All right, we're going to get I, J.J. I'll, Abrams. I'll give you an idea. We've been looking at primarily, at least me, I've been looking at other podcasters, YouTubers, um, mostly like online personalities. There's a potential well-known Mormon connection. <laughs> not that anybody who's not Mormon would really care. Uh, a potential comedy group, maybe, maybe. Who? Oh, yeah. That is maybe. shown on BYU TV. There is potential there. We have some connections. There's actually no potential now. Oh, really? So let's keep going. Okay, yeah. Kidding. There might well, be potential. There might be potential. We're just kidding. We'll see. We'll see. Well, do you have any last words, Connor, before we end this? Uh, Yeah. Um, This podcast was different. I got to say that. It's okay, though. It's all right. Um, We are... This episode's actually probably going to get uploaded late, unfortunately. Um... We are. We had some problems this week. Things are getting crazy, so we're trying to make things. We're trying to upload on a consistent schedule. Try always check in on Wednesdays. That's when we generally try to upload. But I think this is going to probably be uploaded what on Thursday. I think. Yeah, Thursday sounds good. All right. All right. I think that's. Uh, oh, real quick question. Do you have any any stories? I don't have any stories. It's okay if you don't. But I was just curious if you had like a little story you want to finish out with. Kind of our yeah. classic uh, ending. I'm gonna. I have. I have a story. It's not my story. Um, <coughs> it's a story I heard. It's a real short one too. Okay. Let me find it real quick. 
and it, it's one that that will kind of freak you out. Um, and you might you might like it. It's one that like I used stumble upon a lot, and um, I found this while I was doing that. What does it relate to, like the future or something? Uh, no. It, it's okay if it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It just relates to the the present and about just freaky things. Okay. <coughs> Let me find it real quick. While you do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in an endorsement. This is a quick okay. little snack attack. Trolley? Trolley? What do you call these? Um, they're like the guys who make the gummy worms. Peachios. Got some this week. First time eating peach rings. Um, good snack. Problem with these little guys is the sugar crap that's on them sticks to your clothes. And uh, it's hard to get off. Like it, it's, if, if it's fine getting off your hands, but when it gets on your clothes, good luck, dude. There's no way you were saving that. Not even if you had the... What were those things you were using in that vlog? The laundry stuff? Unstoppables. Not even the... You had the unstoppables on your side. These things do not come out. But I recommend them just to try them out. If you like peaches, you like gummies, and you like sour stuff, trolley peachios are right up your alley. That's been my lame version of Snack Attack. Oh my god! I'm just going to okay. eat one in a mic so you can kind of get an idea of like how it sounds That sounds when you're eating it. That sounds like it tastes so good. It's actually really mediocre, but... Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll read a couple of these. These are, these are two-sentence horror stories, okay? So as I read these, you might get some chills down your back. You might feel a presence in your room. But know that you can pray. Okay. Okay. All right, so I'll read a couple. It says, I was having a pleasant dream when what sounded like hammering woke me. After that, I could barely hear the muffled sound of dirt covering the coffin over my own screams. Hmm. I, I actually s- had... I really felt... Like, uh, I don't know if this was the intended effect, but I felt pleasure as you oh. read that. Okay. I felt um, peace and tranquility. Maybe it's just the sound of my voice. <laughs> I don't right, know. Let, let me give a little creepier, like, voice sound then, okay? See if you get the same feeling. Okay. I began tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's someone on my bed. Same effect or different effect? Different effect. Very different effect. All right, let me do one more just as a control. Okay. I can't move, breathe, speak, or hear, and it's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that should just brighten your day up. Um, yeah, that's a cheery, uh, cheery, cheery little story you got there. 
Thank you. Those are Shel Silverstein, correct? Who wrote those? Uh, um, Dr. I Seuss? I have no idea. Probably Dr. Seuss, I think, actually. That's what I was thinking, actually. Gosh. Well, Funny guy. Funny guy. He's so good. So good. I miss the Dr. Seuss days in elementary school where they have green eggs and ham. and. I miss the Dr. Seuss days or like in elementary school where they like buried you in a coffin and uh, you were buried over your own screams. Mm-hmm. And oh there was gosh. monsters under beds and on top of beds. But they were not monsters. They're just another you. Yeah. That does sound <laughs> like a little weird idea that Dr. Seuss would come up with. Like, is Seriously. this you or is this me you? Me it's you the see you? Puff. Don't you know? That sounds right, right? That sounds perfect. Yeah. Gosh, this is such a good way to end the podcast. Weird podcast. <laughs> Weird one compared to the other ones. No, this is good. This is good. Well, thank you all for listening, um, and hope to join us. Hope you join us next time, and also look out for Dallas Blog Attack. Whoa, that's, that's not- what we're calling it? No, it's not. I don't know what we're calling it yet, but just look out for my blog. It's coming. It's coming. Awesome. Well, have a good rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Bye.